Okay, Rabbi Sai, let's continue with our quest of Amira La'akum, which we are uh, heavily in the middle of. I don't remember doing it in such a, such a deep manner, even though, like I said, we can continue this for weeks. I'm not sure if you want to hear this for weeks, but there is so much over here. There is just so much information. With, even Be'in, we can go into the, with all the Rishonim and understand all the Sforas and everything. There is tons. I'm trying to do it. This is just hit the surface. Just so you have enough information to know what to do or what not to do, or at least to ask a shayla, or what is a shayla, which is often, by the way, the idea of these aloha shurim, by the way, right? You're not necessarily, I mean, you, some of you guys are writing it down, so I guess if you write it down, you'll remember it, because it's the first Shashweki song. says, then when you write something down, you remember it. So it could be if you write the guys who are writing it down, must tell me you remember it. Somebody actually wants to send me an email. Says, I have all your shurim written down. I'm like, wow, and you start extending, send me a whole notepad. I have all the shurim written down. I'm like, wow, psh. I'll tell the Bachrim. Anyway, but uh, if you're not writing it down, so I don't know if you're going to remember everything, I think, but at least you'll, you'll, get, the, you'll get the idea of what's, what's a Shaila. Right, Daniel, I'll ask him. At least what's a Shaila. Oh, you learned this already, right? Everything I'm saying is like, duh. Right? Okay. So let's go on. Yesterday we started a brand new sugya, which is a very, very important sugya. And it's the sugya of a din of a remez. Hinting. So people have this idea, like many things that people think they know, Oh, we know Hilchah Shabbos. It's probably okay. No, I don't think it's Baira. No, I don't think it's Baira. You heard that one before? Yeah, I don't think so. I think, I think it's okay. To, it sounds okay to me. Really. Most of the time, that's a problem. It's like when people call about, Rabbi, I, just want, I did something on Shabbos. I just wanted to check if it was okay. Uh-huh. You know what that means, right? So, most people do not know these halachas. They think they do, but they don't. Everyone thinks, a lot of people think, oh, if you just miramas, if you give a hint to the guy, then it's okay, right? Because I didn't say it, I it to him. Yesterday, we basically tried to explain the difference between two types of ramazim, two different types of hints. And that was the Morgan Avram of telling a guy it's asa, or asa to tell a guy to clean his nose because he understands to clean the candle, which basically involves a malacha of the wax and the, the flame and the wick and everything. And the Aguda's example of I cannot open the letter, the envelope, and the goy understands that. And we said the difference between them is, is because by the case of the goy with the envelope, I didn't tell him to do anything. I simply told him a story, what we call remez baloshan sipo. It's a hint in a type of story form. That's okay. Now remember, I want to quantify this. It's only okay if there's no problem of hana and macha. Because if you got out of the dibu, that's number one problem. There's another two problems. What are they? Number one, hano, you cannot benefit, unless it's one that you're allowed, that we discussed last time. And macho, you have to make a protest. You have to tell him you're not allowed to do that. So whenever we're saying it's mutter to do it in a certain way, that's without the problem of A, hano, B, macho. Are you with me? Yes? Clear? Beautiful. And the other type of remez is a remez beloshin siboy. It's a type of instruction, and therefore it is not permitted. And that's why it's important to know the difference between them, to know what to do on Shabbos Kodesh. Okay? So examples could be very simple. Examples could be, it's very hot in here. And then the guy understands, aha, air conditioning. I, I, well, I told him to do something. I didn't tell him to do something, I just told him a story. I told him a story, and the story is, it's very hot in here. That's okay. Live you ask him? Okay. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Let's move on. Very, very interesting. I wanted to just say some of these things that are quite interesting, quite important to understand as well. It's very important. By the way, to tell a goy, do me a favor, I can't sleep because my light is on in my room. Mutter or Asa? 
like that. It's also. Do me a favor. Tzivoy, my light is on. That's a problem. Okay, you can't do that. You can just tell him a story. My light is on. It's hot in here. Or it's cold in here. Whatever it is. What if the guy says to you, Ah, would you like me to put on the air conditioning, sir? Are you allowed to answer him? Yeah. Yes. Anybody else that wants to say the right answer? Very good. 50% chance. No. Why not? Because if he says to you, Sir, what well, can I put on the light for you? And you say, yes, that's a tzivo. You just told him to do something. And therefore that's problematic. You cannot do that whatsoever. Okay? That is a problem. What about, what about, for example, hinting without speaking? Are you allowed to hint to a goy to do something on Shabbos without speaking a word? For example, Ah, the light. I got it. I'm going to do it. You allowed to do that? No, absolutely not. I'm, I'm basically telling him to do it. Yeah, mask him? Okay, good. So that's a very, very important thing. Answering yes, hinting without speaking is problematic. Now, I want to move on to another sugar which is very, very important. I'm not going to go through it the way I should. I'm going to tell you this in advance because it's a lot of lomdus, a lot of machlokes rishonim, but it's very important to understand. There is a rush. The rush brings down like this. The rush says like this. You're allowed to tell a goy, kola machabe ena mafsid. Anyone that puts out the fire will not lose out. Okay? I will talk about that lock in a moment because it's very again when you take a wife to the hospital to have a baby. We'll talk about it. But, before we move on to that, the Rosh says that you're allowed to tell a guy if, you, if somebody puts it out, the fire, then you will, he, will, he will not lose out. In other words, basically he will gain money and he will get something from that. Says the Rosh, so if that's mutter, kolchikin, it's mutter to call a guy to your house and let him realize on his own what to do. Okay? Mashma from the rush that you needed a limud to matter calling the guy to your house. What does this mean? And I'm going to skip some steps in the Rishonim if you don't mind, just for the sake of clarity. There's a prima godim, where the prima godim writes in Rishayin Vov that if you call the guy. And you say, can you please come to my house? That's a tzivoy. Even though I didn't tell him yet what happened. And even though when he comes to my house, he's going to understand straight away. There's a whole family sitting in the dark, eating a suda. Okay, I think I have to put on the lights. I didn't tell a word. I didn't hint. I didn't show him. I didn't point. Gulmish. But he understood on his own. But the very fact that I called him from my ha- to my house, that's a tzivoy. That's a tzivoy. Le fizera to go over to the Shabbos Goy that people have in various neighborhoods they have a Shabbos Goy driving around excuse me I need you in my house could you come to my house for a minute I didn't say why I didn't say what happened he's going to walk into my house he's going to see the oil in there can I know I got the cedar everyone's trying to get the soup in and it's pitch black they'll say oh I don't have to put on the lighting according to the Rosh it's Asa Rav Moshe is a tshuva in Ebene Ezra Chelidalet Simen Saman Basic Gotten Gimel where he brings down with Elisha by the way Paskins the same way the whole hetta of the Shaloi Baderech Tzivoy, of the story of telling the Goy, is only, says Rabbi Moshe, in a situation where the Goy is already in the house. Rabbi Moshe, I'm telling you a chumma you never heard of. People don't know this. Rabbi Moshe and Yashu, they both ask in this way. That the whole hetta that we just said of telling a Goy a story, that he will then understand to do something, is only if he's in your house. But the moment you call him to the house, Bang! It's a blush and sivoy. Blush and sivoy. Forget it. The whole zone will be like it anymore. 
We just killed the whole Amir Akim. With a Chazanish? I told him to get a drink. I told him to get a drink. Something 100% water. Would you like to get a drink? Sure, I would love a drink. He gets a drink. He actually puts on the light. That he did for himself. He put on the light for himself because he wants a beer. That's not to do with this. Here I'm telling you, could you come to my house? I have a problem. Okay. So he comes to the house. He sees you sitting in the dark. He's like, okay, I'll figure it out. Switch on the lights. That's a problem. Says with Moshe again, it's Asa. You can't do this. We've just checked out most of Himalakam. However, and again, this is based on a Machoikas Roshonim, which I told you I'm not going into. Sheva Talevi and Daivishan Evelyn Swala Mekel. And they hold that to call the going from outside the house is Belashan Remez. And Belashan Remez is Muta. So it does come out, there's a Machoikas Apoiskim. There's definitely a Machoikim. Be very careful. Very, very careful. When you call a going from the outside, not to say, could you come to my house? Maybe make a Remez. Maybe make a hint that you go over to him and say, Boiling hot in my house. Oh, I didn't tell him to come to my house. There's no tzivoy involved. That would be the Eitzah over here. Let me give you another example. Chazal Talas. That means you go over to a guy, the son only listening, and you say to him, anyone that puts out this fire will not lose out. That's going to be 100% mutter. Zuglashi, why is it mutter? Zuglashi, you know why it's mutter? Because at the end of the day, if you tell him to put it out, you're making a shliach. But over here, I'm just saying... If you, if somebody puts out the fire, don't worry, he'll be rewarded. So why is he doing it? For himself. He's doing it for himself because he knows he's going to get cash. Halacha Person goes to the hospital. You take your wife to the hospital to have a baby. Right? And let's say, if you haven't got time to call an ambulance, Hatsala, an Arab ambulance, whatever. You have to take it yourself. Whatever reason is. You want to switch off the car. You'd have to switch off the car. Absolutely not. Switch up cars in Issa. Can't do that. So what do you do? Since Lemaisa, the Shulchan Aruch says in Shinzain that you can only use his head to be mokim hefzid, I'm assuming losing your car is a mokim hefzid, and therefore you go to the security guard and you announce, whoever switches off the car and gives me the keys will be rewarded. He goes over, switches off the car, gives the keys, and after Shabbos you give him whatever it is, $20. In other words, the mocking hefsud, you're allowed to go and tell a guy, whoever does this will be rewarded. Why is he doing it? For himself. And therefore, for himself, it's absolutely okay. If your house is burning down in the middle of the world and it's a hefsud, yes. Then there's no Pekorach Nefesh involved, it's only monetary, uh, monetary loss. Yes. You're allowed to do it, correct. Could you call a plumber? No. What do you mean? Oh, you mean from outside? Would mean you, a plumber's walking past and you say, There's a huge leak in my house which is ruining my entire sperm shrank with everything else. Anybody that fixes it will be rewarded. Yeah, theoretically. For Markham Hefsud, you're allowed to ask. Him, Go do I didn't tell him to do anything. He's doing it for himself. No problem. You have to be careful about other things also. If he comes into your house with all his tools and everything in his van, he pulls up his van, starts coming in, that's a bit of a shtick of the Maris iron problem. Without that problem, let's say that's, that wouldn't be an issue. You have tools in your house. He just walks in. And one more example we're both safe for today. And that is, the tour brings down, the beginning of Shinzai's Cotton Base, he brings a smug that says it's mutter to tell a goy after Shabbos, hey, why did you not put the air conditioning on Shabbos afternoon? Ah, now the guy understands. Next Shabbos, I need to put the air conditioning on. And the Shulchan Aruch, Paskins, the Aloch, and Shinzai's Cotton Base, that you're allowed 
to do this. Why is it mutter? Explains the poiskim. Because it's not a tzivoy to do it dafkon Shabbos. I'm just implying that he should have done it. And that implication is going to be mutter. Okay, Rabbi Sai, there's a lot more examples that we have to get to. Dina Remez comes with a lot of different trailers. Be'ez Hashem tomorrow will try to qualify a little bit more of that. Have a wonderful day.